My name is uh, Jalamba Lovala. I'm a pediatrician and epidemiology uh, working in uh, newborn uh, researcher, uh, particularly focusing on uh, hospital care of newborns uh, in Kenya and potentially in other low-middle-income low uh, countries. Uh, so my interest is looking at how best to improve uh, care and survival of, and by extension survival of uh, newborns in our part of the part of the world. My core business is being a clinician, taking care of children, and my interests are deriving from my experience as a clinician is how best to improve uh, care for uh, newborns. Uh, so the first 28 days of, of life, because in our part of the world there's lots of preventable deaths, uh, which occur in the first day of life. Uh, and so uh, this led into me, me into research in trying to answer questions which we met on a day-to-day -day basis in, the, in, in our clinical. Uh, clinical practice within the HSDN. So, with that as my background, uh, within the HSDN work, uh, largely the most common illnesses for the newborns uh, reflects what occurs in the population. So, we have infections, we have the preterm pre birth. The babies were born too soon, and the complications of being born uh, too soon. We have babies who have born with the low birth weight, and the complications of uh, low birth weight. We also have babies who don't breathe well or don't breathe at all at the time of a birth and particularly we're interested in the effect of that on their, on their brains. Uh, and also uh, quite commonly for the newborns who we see in the hospitals, lots of them have uh, jaundice, uh, the yellowing of the skin. And the small and sick babies who are admitted to the uh, facilities, uh, the, the package of care they most of them need is what you call the essential newborn care. This uh, refers to infection prevention and control, uh, feeding the babies, uh, keeping the babies warm, uh, kangaroo mother care for this for the low birth, low birth weight babies. Uh, so whereas these interventions are directed at particular uh, vulnerabilities that these babies have the, in the larger scheme of things, this need to be uh, uh, provided continuously and they need to be provided within a system. And what we realize is that the families are a very important part of the system that provides care within hospitals, particularly the mothers and the support system that the mothers need to have from the extended family to, to be able to provide uh, care. So, but we also know that while we, when we start reducing the deaths, we'll have start to have lots of babies who are surviving. And our, the care that we provide them is to ensure that just beyond surviving, they should survive and thrive because we know if we don't provide quality of care. They may survive, but survive with lots of uh, disabilities. For instance, they may, may have uh, convulsive disorders, they may have cerebral palsy, they may have problems with their, with their eyes. So whereas we are looking at improving survival, we're also looking beyond. It is quite possible with the existing interventions to reduce the, the mortality that we are, we are observing in hospitals by up to, uh, well, in the population level by up to 80% and up to 70% of this mortality can actually be reduced by providing good quality interventions at hospital level. When we receive the sick babies, small and sick babies in the hospital, so we need to have better ways of identifying who is at highest risk of death or who is at highest risk of potential adverse uh, outcomes. So one of the ways we currently what we've been doing is using their, their, their gestation at the time of delivery, but we have problems in availability of that data. We've also tried using their weights and categorizing their weights, but that still leaves differences within the existing weight category. So we are uh, looking at using approaches where you combine several characteristics of these babies uh, to come up with uh, an estimate of what their risk of a particular outcome, for instance, uh, death is. And we can use that information, for instance, uh, for individual patient level. So this, uh, they are called prognostic scores, to decide that if this baby has a certain 
past a certain threshold of risk of death, should we care for them in certain facilities or should we transfer them to a higher level facilities? That's at individual patient level, but looking at the organization of care, so we're also coming to a point at which we are trying to uh, categorize the levels of care, of neonatal care across the, our health system. And one of the things we are looking at is how do you link the risk of certain outcomes to the appropriate uh, level of care. So as looking at uh, newborn health specifically in Nairobi, so we know from existing data that the highest risk of death in, in, uh, for the newborns is uh, in Kenya, uh, is actually in Nairobi, where we have uh, th 39 deaths per thousand life births. Uh, so it's a critical area f uh, for the country. And uh, when we looked at, recently looked at the uh, services that are available at inpatient level for the small and sick newborns, we actually found that most of the care that is available care is actually provided in four public facilities. And uh, whereas the, 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 lots of these cases in these facilities, there's also lots of opportunity to actually improve the kind of care that we are, we are providing in this uh, facility. We understand that based on what information that you have, that the standard level of care is what is going to make the biggest difference in Nairobi, because that is the level that is most lacking uh, currently. There's a lot of research that can be done, but right now, once we start improving survival, we want to look at other important outcomes, for instance, describing, uh, for instance, growth. The primary business of, of babies is to grow and develop. So how well a baby is growing? And can you measure their weights, eh? for, for instance? Can you measure their head circumferences? And if you are able to measure their weights, how uh, rapidly are they growing? Are they growing appropriately? Are they attaining their weights uh, as expected? And which is this is particularly linked to how well they are feeding. And just looking beyond the hospital, measuring their growth and weight gain in hospitals, we are also particularly interested. Once they leave for home, uh, there are special group of uh, babies. Are they able to sustain the, uh, the growth at home? Is the weight gain at home appropriate? And uh, beyond just the weight gain, are they the brain? Uh, these brains of these babies are particularly vulnerable to the to being uh, the insults of the, in the during the time when they are small and sick in the newborn unit. Uh, are we able to look at uh, their neurodevelopmental outcomes? And are they, for instance, uh, uh, attaining their learning appropriately? Are they having any other behavioral issues and any other neurodevelopmental problems like cerebral palsy and convulsive disorders and so on, which you can pick up and follow up and manage there? as outpatients and looking at the long-term uh, long survival of these babies.